Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Transformation Podcast. I'm Pastor Gary Miller from New Creation Family Church. Uh, welcome, church family, and those listening by podcast over the internet. Uh, I've got a, a message kind of been on my heart, uh, and I wanted to share just a little bit. I'm not going to be real lengthy, lengthy with this because it's a subject that could be really lengthy. But I just want to hit some high points of it. Um, For you that don't know me, I am a preacher of the gospel. I learned that from Kenneth Copeland. Um, Actually, I learned it from God through Kenneth Copeland. I am a preacher of the gospel, called to be a pastor in Springfield, Missouri. And so those of you who are in the Springfield area in Missouri... Um, this is especially for you because as a pastor in Springfield, I have, um, uh, I'm a gift to you. Whether you receive that gift or want to partake of it, uh, be involved with it is certainly your choice. But God said that he puts in the church as he wills. And so I believe that there's people hear this or will hear it, that are in the Springfield area that would love to join us at New Creation Family Church, and you would be wonderfully welcomed. So um, I want to point out something that maybe you've noticed before, or uh, maybe this first time you've ever been aware of this, but the uh, uh, Apostle Paul in the letters that he wrote to the churches, um, at the beginning of, of those letters, he made a statement. And uh, Paul did that. Uh, Peter made a similar statement. John made a statement similar to it in in Revelation. Revelation. And so uh, the, the phrase that he used in all of these letters to the churches, the Paul I'm talking about, says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And this was in Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st Thessalonians, 2nd Thessalonians, Philemon, and then Peter, uh, in First Peter, when he wrote um, to the churches, he said, uh, um, "Grace to you and peace be multiplied." And then John, uh, in Revelation, said, "Grace to you and peace from Him who is and who was and who is to come." So. Uh, and they all started their letters that way, and my lightning fast mind decided that probably uh, that was a phrase that had some impact to the people that he was writing to. And uh, I want to just briefly discuss grace and peace and then uh, point out some ways that uh, it's important that you know about grace and peace. Now, grace is, has, um, there's been some teaching around um, that is 
erroneous as far as grace is concerned. And um, I'm not going to get into all the details and significance of all that. Uh, if people would just read their Bible, uh, think about what it says, see themselves in the words they're reading, and make the choices according to the truth of the word, uh, there would be a whole lot less room for error. Uh, one of the problems is that people don't read the Bible for themselves. They hear a preacher preach, and they don't they don't check it out for themselves. They either take him in his word or they reject him. Uh, but it's really the individual Christian's responsibility to rightly divide the word of truth. Now, they need teachers. They need pastors. They need apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers to prepare them for the work of the ministry. It doesn't mean that you're called to be in the ministry into one of those fivefold offices, but you have a ministry. You have a job to do for the body of Christ, for the kingdom of God. And so, uh, and you're called to do that by God, by God himself. And that was um, the statement that I heard Kenneth Copeland say that, that he says, I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm a, I'm a preacher of the gospel. It's not what I do. It's who I am. I became a preacher of the gospel by accepting the call of God. And the thing about the call of God is uh, just the giftings and calling of God are without repentance. That means God don't change his mind, and you can't say no. I mean, you can say no, but you're accountable for it. So, as a pastor, I speak grace and peace to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And as a, the, the anointing on the office of a pastor, as the, the uh, authority that I have as a pastor, a shepherd over the people who choose to be part of my flock, uh, I can say that over you and it has an impact. Now, especially when you know what grace does for you and what peace does for you, you'd be glad somebody's speaking it over you. You speak it over yourself. Uh, the uh, great definition of grace is favor, uh, to be disposed to, inclined to, favorable towards, leaning towards to share benefit. Uh, it's predominantly used of the Lord's favor, freely extended to give himself away to people. Uh, and, you know, that's what God is. God is love. Love means to give. And God gives. He gives grace. The Bible says, I give grace to the humble. For the Lord is, this is Psalm 84, 11. For the Lord God is the sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Now, grace um, 
and and you can read you should read i encourage you to go and read romans 5 and 6 and really think about what you're reading uh think about who he's talking to here and i'm not going to take time to read all of that because like i said this subject of teaching on grace is pretty in-depth the bible has a lot to say about it but there are some things that i wanted to point now i'm going to give you a definition i've heard various versions of this and this is probably a little paraphrased by me but you'll get the meaning of it grace is god's willingness and i would say ability to be involved in all areas of our lives not because of who we are or what we have done or not done, but because of who he is. And because God is love and he He cares deeply about his people, he, he loves you like a son or daughter. Uh, and and he, is, he is full of mercy and love. And he is love. God is love. And so you got God involved in your life. You got somebody that loves you no matter what. Now this is where the the grace thing messes up. Well, God loves me, so He's not gonna get on me for doing this. Lots of people do this. I mean, you know, and and but the Book of Romans is pretty clear. It says, "What should we continue in sin, because grace abounds? God forbid." So, uh, grace is not a license to just do whatever you will, whatever you please. It's it's a force from God that helps you in everything that you do. Uh, he says, the Lord gives grace and glory. You can't get saved without God's grace. Let me read the scripture. Uh, Ephesians. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. So salvation is a gift of God by grace. And faith, your faith in believing that Jesus died for your sins, uh, confessing your need for a sinner, grace overpowers all that past junk in your life and the your faith in god to cleanse you from all unrighteousness and save you uh it's not not because you're such a hot shot you didn't deserve it jesus didn't deserve to die for you but he chose to and as as uh him dying for you you receive what that sacrifice that God made through his son Jesus, uh, by grace you have been saved. It wasn't anything you did. God did it. God sent his son Jesus. All you had to do was, by faith, receive it. It's a gift of God. So, in Ephesians 6 24 it says grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity so if you love the Lord Jesus then 
all grace. Grace will be with you. Um, let me see here. Um, uh, Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It's available for everybody. But it's through the grace of God. His willingness to meet up with you where you are and carry you through whatever you're going through. Uh, the Apostle Paul said that he was harassed by... Um, Actually, it was, he was harass, being harassed by a person that um, the devil was using to come against him. And he said it was a thorn in his flesh. It was people problems. And he said three times he went to the Lord. He says, take this away from me. And the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for you. My ability to help you to intervene, you put it in my hands I'll take care of it. And so uh, that's what Paul did. So uh, grace is you you let God get involved in anything you're doing, anything you've done. Uh, you know, he says you confess your sins before God and he is faithful and just to forgive you from all unrighteousness. See, when you get born again, you receive, you become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means you're right, just like God is right. And that's a hard thing to wrap your head around, especially if you've been a, a skunk in the world. But if you, if you have sincerely received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and, and trust in God, uh, walk in faith, believe and receive, then, you know, he's got your back. He's, he'll carry you through. And and it's through grace and faith that that takes place. Now, the other word we're going to look at is peace. Because he coupled these things, two things together. And the definition of peace, and I, I love this, and, and this isn't as deep as I've heard it, but I'll read it the way it's here. Uh, one definition of the word peace is to tie together into a whole, to join. And um, the scripture says that uh, uh, Jesus said, My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, I give unto you. So, you know, the world gives and the world takes away. And, you know, you, you talk about world peace and, and, you know, but the Bible says and in the end times there'll be wars and rumors of wars. And, and so that's part of, of the progression through life re leading to the return of Jesus Christ. And so that's not peace. And uh, so world peace is, is in the, the world system is temporary. Uh, you know, there's there's countries that aren't fighting each other because they declared peace after they declared war, and but that's not that's not the kind of peace we're talking about here. This comes from God Himself, the peace of God. 
so it means to join or tie together into a whole. And you couple that with grace. Mm -hmm. And so God's willingness to get involved in your life and to join himself with you. You ask Jesus to be Lord of your life. His spirit comes to dwell inside of you and you are one with him and, and he and you and you and him and and you're joined together and what you lacked as a lost person, uh, God just erased all that and put his spirit into you and gave you new life and made you into a whole coupled with him. So, Wholeness. It means to join, tie together into whole, wholeness. Uh, when all essential parts are joined together. Uh, peace, God's gift of wholeness. Wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. Uh, close to perfection. You know? And... And the Bible says about peace, Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God. Now, this is the, there's, there's the love of God. There's the peace of, peace of God. There's the mercy of God. And, and they're different than the world's standards. They, they are his character, his nature, his way of being. So the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, that means you can't always wrap your head around this. You can be in turmoil, you know, uh, your your bank account isn't positive, um, your people around you aren't positive, um, things can just be look pretty bleak. And you go before God and you say, Lord, you know, um, you, you see this mess I'm in, and and I I turn this over to you, Lord. Help me, show me what I can do. Do what you can for me. Um, we'll get this changed, and the peace of God uh, comes into your mind and your heart, and you look at these things and you're not upset about it. You know God's got it. He's got your back. You know, God's gonna help me with this. I've got the word on it. I've got, I've got the truth here. The you know, circumstances are one thing. The truth is is more powerful than the circumstances. So, and you get peace about it. And the bank is down. Account still negative, and the people around you are still negative. And but you've got peace. It passes their understanding. Your head won't wrap around. How come I'm not? upset about this why am i not anxious because it's the peace of god and uh it surpasses all understanding and look at the rest of this verse and will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus now that word uh guard i think the king james version says it a little differently keep i think it uses the word keep um, um, but you know, back in uh, old times, the jail was called the keep, and so they guarded the jail, they kept the jail. So, um, 
will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Uh, that word, it means to protect by guarding. To, to put a guard at the gate to keep evil out and the good in. So you protect by guarding. The peace of God protects your heart and your mind by putting a guard over it and keeping the thoughts of the enemy from from dominating your mind and uh, keeping fear from coming in. Uh, that's what peace will do for you. Uh, and then you stay in peace. And my pastor would teach on this, and and he'd say, "Follow after peace. It will guide you. Peace will guide you. If you don't have peace about doing something, he would talk about, you know, you got a chance to buy something, and it's a really, really good deal. And but there's just something that don't seem quite right about it." And he would say, you, you, you just follow after peace. And I used to get so irritated when I'd hear him say that because I'd say, half these people wouldn't recognize peace if I come up and slap them across the head. But uh, because they didn't have revolution, revelation of this. Um, but the peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. Okay, there's something wrong here. It's not right. I'm, I'm just going to shelve this. I'm not going to do it. And uh, uh, so you don't have peace about something. You pray about it. You go before God. You ask Him about it. Uh, you know this looks good. This you know it's got this quality and this quality. And that's all good. But I just don't know about it. It just doesn't seem. And so you pray about it, and you pray. And peace drops into your heart. You know, there's no doubt, no worry. You know, you got yourself a deal. But if you don't have that peace, if you have a check in your spirit, if you're uncomfortable about it, don't rush into anything. Follow after peace. Wait for the peace. Because you can miss a lot of heartache and trouble and loss whatever but that peace of god uh one translation says acts as umpire between right and wrong in your thinking acts as umpire in your heart and mind so and you know if it says you're out don't do it if it says Go for it. You're golden. So, I say, New Creation Family Church is your pastor. And anyone who has ears to hear and will receive it, uh, especially in this Springfield and surrounding community, I say, grace and peace be unto you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.